Hey, welcome back. In just a moment, it'll be time for the top two at 2 o'clock. That's the top two news stories that I think are deserving of a, a few minutes conversation around your family's dinner table here this evening. But before we get to that, can I make an incredibly superficial observation? California Governor Gavin Newsom. I mean, he looks like an actor, right? He looks like Hollywood. He, you, you see him on the street and you ask yourself, what movie is he in? That I've seen him in, is he one of the Avengers? No? Okay. Uh, anyway, the superficial observation I have to make here is in the midst of this big story, right? So uh, there were chunks of time last year where he was under fire, uh, kicked off when a photo emerged of him with a group of others uh, seated together, shoulder to shoulder, no masks, in the midst of some of the most strict lockdown measures in the state of California, a time where, you know, in-person dining was off the table, so to speak. There emerges a photo of the governor, the very man who is wielding the authority to prohibit those Californians from in-person dining. There he is doing so himself. Uh, the, the superficial observation I have made is that since the, since the revelation of that photo and now, he has aged. His, his hair is more gray, and he looks more tired. I, that, that's not like taking sides or anything, but the, the, the stress uh, under which he has been operating, self-imposed, certainly, right? Self-imposed, uh, but it's starting to show. Uh, the, the reason I bring that up, he's getting interviewed right now on uh, CNN, and the, the topic of conversation is in the, in the wake of that photo and others and other frustrations that Californians, many of them have had, with the governor there, there's a recall effort. They're organizing uh, a recall dealing, uh, responding to the governor's handling of the pandemic. Well, the governor is now swinging back, uh, organizing a counter effort to squash uh, the the rumblings of uh, a recall. Anyway, California politics, always exciting. Uh, and they all look like movie stars. Anyway, the top two at two. Let's get to it. The The top story today really has to do, in my humble opinion, this announcement from the Jordan School District that there will be three schools opened in the 2021-22 school year and which will exist on down the line indefinitely, and they will offer uh, educational options in an exclusively online fashion. It'll be an online school. A public online school. There have been uh, online high schools uh, for for some time now, since uh, probably not long after the Internet reared its head and welcomed itself into our lives. Uh, But uh, in terms of public schools, a 100 uh, percent non-COVID related uh, remote learning experience, uh, that's something new, certainly here in the state of Utah. I had a, a, an opportunity to speak earlier in the program with Dr. Anthony Godfrey, the superintendent of the Jordan School District. And you know what? While I'm thinking about it, let me invite you to go back and listen to that conversation. You can find it by, uh, first off, logging on to kslnewsradio.com, uh, clicking and clacking your way over to the podcast section, or uh, from your mobile device, download the KSL News Radio app. It's powered by Any Hour Services, and on there you can access uh, archived segments of the program, including my 1 o'clock conversation with Dr. Anthony Godfrey, the superintendent of the Jordan School District, who explained to us how these, uh, how these three schools will work. A lot of opportunities for uh, social development. That was my number one concern. If you put people... 
put youngsters, uh, you know, in their bedroom with their computer and say, there you go. There's your school experience. I, I, I so much value uh, social and emotional development. I, I fear that much of this remote learning has stunted that type of development. And the superintendent assures me that, uh, well, the design of the online learning itself will uh, be in many ways targeted towards that same social emotional development. And also, extracurriculars and athletics will still be available uh, to these students. They will participate uh, with the school within their district or within their uh, geographical boundaries. And the learning uh, will happen at home. Also, opportunities for hybrid. So you can be uh, going to the classroom for half the day and maybe for whatever reason uh, you need to duck out and uh, head home and take some class you couldn't take otherwise or who knows what the circumstances are. Uh, but there's some flexibility there and you'll be able to uh, to give that a shot. And again, I mentioned this is happening not just this year, not just for the 2021-22 school year, uh, but indefinitely. Indefinitely. The superintendent said that they'd been talking about a setup similar to this for some time and that due to due to the impact of the coronavirus, it became almost instantly necessary that they analyze the, the strengths and weaknesses. And due to the essentially forced remote learning circumstances under which we uh, found ourselves last year, many of the many of the bugs got ironed out real quick. Many of the lessons they had hoped to learn before, uh, you know, getting this thing going uh, were learned very quickly. So that's uh, something. So talk to your talk to your family tonight about something like that. You know, not everyone lives in the Jordan School District, obviously, so it's not necessarily available to to everyone. Uh, But, you know, who knows? They may prove a model that is very desirous and you may see other school districts uh, popping up with these types of options. Talk about it. Tell me what you think about it as well. 57500, that's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, I haven't had a chance to I haven't had a chance to to ask you what you thought about that. We spent so much of the morning talking about online schooling. I never uh, I never opened up the phone lines or the text line. Well, uh, they're open now. What do you think about this? You know, regardless of pandemic or not. Let's say uh, there is no pandemic, no threat. We don't need to socially distance, mask or anything like that. Uh, we can go back to pretending to wash our hands regularly. <laughs> <laughs> would uh, do you think your student or maybe you during your school age years would you have gone with an online option? I don't know. Uh, as I think about my own circumstances, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine uh, having enjoyed that. The the friendship, the the face to face interaction, uh, the gym class, the roughhousing, all of it. I, I was a huge fan, and in fact, uh, much to the detriment of my academic career, uh, those are the things. It's the social interactions are the ones that stuck with me all these years. Uh, okay, we got, oh shoot, oh my gosh, I wasted all this time. Uh, the second top story of the day has to do with uh, Senator Mitt Romney. He's got a piece in the New York Times. Uh, go give it a read. It has to do with the Olympics. He's calling for a, a boycott of sorts, not a full-on boycott. He wants to hold back our monies but send our athletes. I agree with him. I don't have time to get into the details again here, but listen back on the KSL News Radio app or at kslnewsradio.com. Send the athletes, withhold the money. Uh, China is deserving of condemnation uh, for, for many atrocities, all according to uh, the senator. Anyway, we take a quick break. Uh, when we return, I'm going to be joined uh, by a gentleman involved in the real estate market, specifically commercial real estate. 
What happens to all these buildings when remote working becomes the norm tomorrow? What happened to the buildings? We'll find out next on Live.